Hello, I'm David Osmond. On behalf of the Independent Research Forum, welcome to this IRF podcast. With me today is Lane Dusser of SMI. Our subject for this podcast, charting future trends in the world stock markets. The Independent Research Forum promotes a broad range of high quality independent research providers from around the world, both micro and macro. Some are stock pickers, some are sector specific, some are country specific, many are global, and all are investment related. In general, most of the world's main stock markets have fallen back quite sharply from the higher levels that have been seen in the last year or so, with several of the main markets now in bear market territory. COVID-related supply chain constraints, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, higher energy prices, greater inflationary pressures, rising interest rates, weaker economic growth, and fears of an economic recession have combined with other factors to dampen investor confidence. Where will stock markets go next? To answer this question and more, I'm particularly pleased that we're joined today by Lane Dusser, who is the president of SMI, a global equity market strategy advisory service. Lane Dusser is an expert in global investment management with a long career that has included portfolio management at top European institutions and investment advisory consulting to leading institutions in Europe, Asia and the USA. Areas of expertise include US, European and emerging equity markets, institutional equity business development and team leadership with board level responsibilities. SMI provides technical research consulting on global equity markets and industry sectors. The analysis predicts the direction, duration and magnitude of equity market trends, both short-term and intermediate-term trends. SMI identifies inflection points using proprietary technical indicators and a deep database of historical indicator behaviour. Lane, welcome. Let's start with a brief introduction to yourself and the origins of the SMI advisory service. Thanks, David. Great to be here. I'm American. I've lived most of my adult life in Europe. And as you said, my background is equity portfolio management. I was SMI's uh, first client in Europe when they expanded from the US to Europe in the early 90s. SMI was founded in New York by a former floor trader on the New York Stock Exchange in 1962. And SMI is an independent provider of proprietary momentum-based technical research on global equity indices. And we speak to long-only investors and also hedge funds in the US, Europe, and Asia, as you said. So I was on the buy side for 20 years, managing teams of institutional equity fund managers in Europe. And I've had long experience with the research, not only as a client, um, as a fund manager, but, uh, but now managing SMI. We also had, um, over the past, very close relationships with large, well-known global macro funds over the years who've allocated a portion of their books to our strategies. So the research has, from my perspective, a, a very long-term track record in real market conditions. So what can you tell us about the proprietary indicators that SMI now uses 
to assess market conditions and formulate your predictions? So the founder of SMI developed a proprietary algorithm and a series of technical indicators we use to forecast the short-term and intermediate direction of global equity indices. We define short-term as days to weeks and intermediate-term as weeks to months. This is the investment horizon, which is most useful for most fund managers in my experience. In other words, we don't do hours to days and we don't do months to years. The algorithm is based on momentum. Uh, we, in particular, we look at rate of price change over a variety of horizons. The academic research on momentum strategies in equity markets is pretty compelling, and it's what I found to be the most useful approach to technical research over my 35 years in equity markets. If you think about it, there's a good reason why momentum indicators are useful in determining market direction. If you take an example from real life, if I throw an object in the air, it reaches maximum acceleration as it leaves my hand. Momentum then begins to slow and slowing momentum signals a change in the direction of the object as it falls back to the ground. It turns out this works out pretty well for global equity indices. Our indicators measure breadth and momentum. And when we see indicators of momentum beginning to slow and turn down, it's usually a sign of an inflection point or what we call an intermediate decline in equity markets. How do you generate the buy and sell signals and how do you determine the duration and magnitude of the expected trend? One of our key momentum indicators is called the New York Stock Exchange Intermediate Term Indicator. It measures the percentage of stocks in the New York Stock Exchange composite with positive momentum using our algorithm. The NYSE composite has 1,800 stocks, so it's a good broad measure of U.S. equity markets. The NYSE intermediate term indicator is a good measure of both breadth and momentum for the broad U.S. equity market. And we also calculate this indicator for other major global equity indices. In the case of the U.S., we have history on this indicator going back to 1972, so a good idea of where the indicator typically is at market peaks and troughs. So we use this indicator and other similar indicators to produce buy and sell signals for global equity indices. For example, a buy signal occurs when the indicator turns up in oversold territory after a meaningful decline of weeks to months, for example, as at the same time, the Dow Jones turns up at support. And this actually happened in early June. Once we have a buy signal, we use what we call our analog models to determine duration and magnitude of the expected uptrend. So what are your analog models suggesting about the outlook for the US stock market? So the first of the two analog models uses the New York Stock Exchange Intermediate Term Indicator, which I just described. We look for patterns in the indicator. And when we find a pattern that looks like what we're seeing now in 2022, we use the past pattern as a guide to future index behavior. For example, the NYSE Intermediate Term Indicator fell below 20% four weeks ago. So four weeks ago, fewer than 20% of stocks in the NYSE composite had positive price momentum using our algorithm. 
This is extremely oversold. There are many examples of this very oversold level of the indicator going back to indicator inception in 1972 and coming after a meaningful decline like the correction that we've seen since January suggests that we should be looking for an intermediate low now. The examples of the indicator falling below 20% since the indicator was created in 1972 include, and these are the ones that we think are most relevant right now, 1973, 1978, 1990, 1998, and 2008. On average, for these five years in the past, the Dow Jones troughed within one week of the indicator falling to this very oversold level. And indeed, we saw the Dow Jones turn up on a weekly basis early July. So we aggregate all of these buy signals from the past using our indicator, rebase Dow Jones price action from the past to the current value of the Dow Jones, and we use past price action as a guide to future price action. So in answer to your question, the NYSE intermediate term indicator model of troughs below 20% suggests that the Dow Jones and the S&P 500 now continue to rally to late August. We think we will probably have a modest pullback in September and then a new rally to late October. This would be about 8% total upside from Friday's close, last week's close for the S&P 500 and suggestive target of about 41.37, where interestingly, there is resistance from the April low and the June high. It's interesting to do also a sort of reality check with other indicators and with price support and resistance levels. And the 41.37 target for the S&P 500 would be a 25% Fibonacci retracement of the losses from the January high to the June low. So that makes sense, um, this target for those two reasons as well. There is resistance and it is also a Fibonacci target. That, that's uh, quite a positive outlook for the US. Um, what about the other main stock markets around the world? Are you positive or negative about the outlook for the emerging markets? Global equity indices are usually very highly correlated and the US equity market typically leads global markets. So we often extrapolate trends from the US to Europe and emerging markets. Currencies can be disruptive and US dollar strength is really weighing on emerging markets right now. The MSC Emerging Markets Index or EEM recently made a new short-term low and doesn't have much price support above the 2020 lows. Also, we haven't seen corresponding intermediate buy signals for emerging market equity indices like we have in the US, so we remain negative on EEM. And how about Europe? So in Europe, we look at the Dow Jones Stock 600 for the intermediate outlook, or what we call weeks to months, and we look at the Dow Jones Euro Stocks 50 for the short-term outlook, or days to weeks. We haven't seen a clear-cut intermediate buy signal for the Dow Jones Stock 600 like we have in the US, intermediate indicators for the Dow Jones Stock 600 are in range of fully oversold. So you should be looking for a low in that regard. And one of our primary momentum indicators for this index did turn up, but the second indicator for the Dow Jones Stock 600 is still falling. The Dow Jones Stock 600 itself 
did turn up six weeks ago at weekly intermediate trend support from the 2020 low. And it does look like it's putting in a good short-term price base on a daily closing basis. On balance, given the short-term buy signal we have for US equities, Dow Jones price action looking pretty positive and a buy signal from one of the two European indicators, I'm giving European equities the benefit of the doubt. So the intermediate outlook for the Dow Jones stock 600 is positive too. So that's looking out weeks to months. This could be derailed by US dollar strength. So I'd really like to see follow through now. And I'm very encouraged to see equity indices up strongly across the board um, in Europe and the US as well. So, So that's pretty encouraging. So positive on the US and Europe, still negative on emerging markets. And being based in London, I'm particularly interested to know your views on the UK market. Right. So in the UK, we look at the FTSE and for breadth and momentum of um, the broad UK equity market, we calculate an intermediate term indicator for the FT all share. So again, the intermediate term indicator is the percentage of stocks with positive momentum using our rate of change um, algorithm, and we calculate this indicator for the FT all share. The FT all share intermediate term indicator did turn up in very oversold territory around the same time as it did in the US, as the FTSE itself turned up at good price support. The FTSE has basically been trading sideways in a broad range for um, several months. And um, it does look to us like the FTSE itself has upside. It doesn't look like the FTSE has quite as much upside as um, U.S. equity indices. But given that we have turned up at support and the FT All Share Intermediate Term Indicator has turned up in very oversold territory, given the positive outlook for the key U.S. equity market, we think the FTSE rallies over the summer in, into September and October as well. Lane, many thanks for this most useful insight into the service that is provided by SMI. With more time, it would be interesting to discuss in greater detail your views about some of the other major stock markets around the world, particularly those in Asia. For listeners who would like more information about the SMI advisory service, including their short-term trading ideas that we have not discussed today, The Independent Research Forum is offering a brief trial to the SMI service and can provide details of how to subscribe to their full service. More information is available from the Independent Research Forum on request. Thank you for listening to this IRF podcast with Lane Dusser, the president of SMI. 